podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Um, all right, you ready? <coughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm already on beer three. I got started. Amazing. Dude, I can't believe we're fucking 8K. Fuck Dude, me. amazing. Caught me off. Yeah. If, dude, if Ronnie scored that penalty, we would probably be like 28,000. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. like... That was a huge change. And imagine if he saved it. We would have been like four games. Okay! Welcome to Rose. I'm Alon. Swash. In this app, we'll keep it pretty brief, mostly go over transfers we like for game week three, when we think to wildcard and why, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, shout out league leader Henry, still fucking topping the FML league. Little Henry, our friend. Yeah. Uh, no opening question, because we're just going too nuts, but let's just kick off with our team. So how do you feel? Um, I mean, we had a good week. We're at 8K rank. We had a big jump. Um we captain Par- we ended up captaining Parasich, who got a seven, which was nice. Another story of the defense, but I'll just go back to front. We ended up with Almer today. That that huge. Ronnie Penn miss was huge. Eight points from Almer redeemed himself from last week's fucking nightmare. Yeah, and then uh, we got clean sheets out of Benucci, Huvides, Juan Fran, yeah. uh, Rami, who added an assist. And then we stuck a blank Shar in there at the end of the day. And then we finally got midfield returns. Ollie got the assist. We had a blank with Mailman. Siggy scored a big pen for us today. And then Perisic. So we finished up Christmas tree with all three of our strikers blanking, two of them on the bench. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I'm glad you went through that all because I can't even pull up our team on this fucking website. Maybe because I'm on and it's like a hack. Yeah, it's like, and Noah's like, we're up to no good. Yeah, we're up to no good. (laughs) But yeah, no, fucking amazing week. Like, it started so dire. Everything was horrible. Missed on every captain. Everyone was blanking. Like, after the first, what, day or second day, we were already, like, four blanks in. Like, our bench was full of blanks already. Yeah, I mean, we ended up sticking with three blanks in our lineup, which isn't great, but... It's not too bad, and we did get a lot of good points. I mean, Janusevic's injury was a nightmare, and yeah, thank God bad. we didn't put him in because that would have been such a fucking nightmare to lose two points for nothing. Yeah. Um, but we, I don't know. I mean, if we, do to do it all over again, I don't know. Would we have transferred him out? I don't know. 6-5, the only, if we got Vice in, that would have been incredible scenes for us. But, but literally everyone else we would have gotten in would have blanked. Yeah, so now we have the... It feels good, yeah. It feels okay. If I think we, got we made Vice the right in, call, yeah. If we had gotten Vice in, I don't know if we would have. We didn't really talk about it because neither of us thought he was that injured when the lineup was due for this yeah. game week. Um, but now we're in the position with two frees that... We have two frees, is that correct? Yeah, we have two frees, yeah. We don't have two frees. What are you talking about? I just yeah, we, pushed. No, we do. Uh, we do. On my I screen, pushed, we do. Really? Because I just pushed make transfers. It says one free. Oh, um, free transfers too. Yeah, you're yeah, bad. free transfers okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah. So now we're in a prime. <laughs> Ooh, I got scared. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're now we're in a fucking prime position to get literally whoever we want, whatever player in the game we want. Get rid of Janusovic and get rid of someone else to make the funds or whatever. So we're pretty primed. It feels yeah. really good to be eight k and in this kind of position. So, do you want to talk about the wild card question, or do you want to talk about players and shit that happened this week first? Let's do wild card, but let's do a quick sponsor first. Okay. 
You've tried plain old planks and every crunch variation there is, and yet those extra inches around your midsection won't give. You'll be relieved that the answer isn't more reps on reps on reps. The answer is this new revolutionary 7-calorie beverage called CR7. With CR7, you can burn up to an extra 1,000 calories per day at the small expense of choking on the main stage. We guarantee you'll love looking at yourself in the mirror with 7 minutes in CR7 heaven. Okay, so give me your wild card thoughts. I mean, we basically came to the same conclusion. Yeah, so there are two times to play it, either right now or in between the round of 16 and the quarterfinals where the game only gives you four transfers. Um, so basically, if you do it now, you can obviously unload on some players maybe who have a yellow card and maybe you're in, in risk of rotation or you have injuries like Janusovic or you just have players with bad matchups like we do with someone like Zlatan. Yeah, or just bad players who we thought we were good in the season. Like anyone who has any Austrian players is like, you probably yeah. would get rid of all of them on a wild yeah. card. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, so you could load up with players from like Poland, Germany, etc., who play shit ass teams like Bale um, for one week. And then we have the next, we have a wild card right after this game week three is finished. So right. you really only get one tit fest with the wild card if you pop it right now. But, um, after next game week, and we go into knockouts, we all have a wild card, so that's just free from the game. Yeah. But our plan right now is to transfer or to save the wild card between the round of sixteen and the round of eight. The game only gives you four transfers, so realistically, if you don't have your wild card available, when you pick your team for the knockouts from that wild card, if you have any more than four of your players who get You're knocked fucked. out. You have to take a hit to remove any players in excess of four, since you'll only have four free transfers for that round. Um, it might be we'll have to see what happens with these price changes because that's a big variable. We don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, but the uh, price changes happen after the group, so we'll have know, but, we'll have the games wild card to deal with them. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if they if they hike prices from already expensive players to even more, like Pie, who's already eight, if they hike him to like ten. Or like maybe De Bruyne does well tomorrow and they go from ten to like eleven. I have no idea. If they make the good players that are expensive more expensive, it's gonna be that much harder to fit a squad of fifteen in. Cause I know like in Champions League. Oh, fantasy, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah it might be like, like diminishing squad size. Yeah, so it might be the kind of thing where you you wanna have someone who's like four or four or five on your bench just so you can afford like eleven players who can play who play. Right, because if right. you look like right now, be imagine, the top team, so there'll be less cheap exactly. like sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like imagine right now, if the quarterfinals were just like Spain, like you know, all the top eight teams. Like you yeah, need the quarters, one shitty yeah. team with like some players you can get that are in the cheaper range. So that's going to be a little bit of a variable. But just in general, I feel like for us right now, there's probably more room to grow and have a little bit more long reach by using the wild card after. The round of 16 into the round of 8 versus now. Um, yeah, I just think one of the best things that you brought up when we were talking about this earlier is that, like, it's fine, you know, to use it now, it's fine, and you get that nice, like, game week three boost, and you can only concentrate on game week three, which makes it really easy to just pick all the best matchups and don't fuck around with teams who have nothing to play with, play for, et cetera. But it's going to be really hard on someone who's on the game wildcard going into 16 to 
pretty much only pick from teams who they think are going to go through to nail that. Like, we've already seen so many upsets in this tournament. There's going to be more. Not every best team is just going to go through. So, I don't know. It just feels to me, like, pretty inevitable that you'll fuck that up at least a little bit and have some non-playing players that you won't be able to account for with your four frees, let alone some, like, injuries or, you know, just rotate, you know, someone gets dropped from a lineup or something like that. It just seems so risky to go to drop eight teams in the tournament and not be on a wild card to me. Yeah, the other thing also just thinking about is how valuable points are in this game compared to like FPL where you have it's a much longer game, there are a lot more game yeah. weeks, there are bonus points. Here we could see the difference of, you know, you sub out a two-pointer, that that's a couple thousand places in the rank. I mean, I guess it's the same in FPL, but it feels greater in this game, and when we look at it right now, yeah, but a couple you know, we thousand have a couple places in a game with a million, one point two million is a lot more significant than a game with like four million, like FPL. Yeah, you know? like FPL. But yeah, you know, we're looking at a couple players we have who are we have. We'll get to our transfers later, but like Juan Fran or Benucci, I could easily see a scenario where neither of them start. Um, yeah, but although if Italy we, is the only team that's won the group. Every yeah, other fine. team is still playing yeah. for the group win. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But there are also things where you know you're going to yeah. knockouts. You know, there's a card you want to rest. You have yeah, someone to yeah, go yeah. back up. Whatever. There are minor doubts. You know, I yeah, still have yeah, those minor totally, doubts. Totally, totally. Um, but ver- if we, if you wild card this week, you could for sure get 15 players nailed on. They're all going to play. You can rotate a few out. They are good. If you don't do that, and you have a couple of these players who end up not playing, chances are you're not going to get. Burn too badly, where you'll at least have like a maybe a blank or two pointer in instead of having someone who gets like if with Juan Fran, say Juan Fran doesn't play, okay, we could take him out. Yeah, um, we keep a two pointer in instead of him. Maybe that's not great, but if you if you get more than four players knocked out in your team from the round of sixteen to eight, you're negative fouring to just get players who probably won't thing. return anyway. That's the big difference That's for me. That's the big is, difference, yeah, because yeah. like you said, like we have, if we have a couple players rotated or, you know, players just come off early even, something like that, like sure we might live with a couple blanks in the team. But we had a couple blanks in the team this week. It's not really the end of the world. Like we're not going to drop that significantly, but like you said, like if you have more than four players knocked out, five, six players or injuries and four players, something like that, and you're taking minus fours, like that feels like the week where we would Wait, topple over someone who's in that position because we'd yeah. be on wild card and just have like and, the sickest team of all the best players. And the other thing is, I mean, theoretically, if you think about between the round of 16 and 8, if your players that you have are on the teams that are the underdogs, they're going to be less expensive players than the teams that are on the favorites, correct? Yeah. So if your underdogs that you have players in end up going out, you're going to have to, if you only can transfer out the players that have gotten transferred, have gotten knocked out who are cheaper, you're going to hamstring yourself because. Very true. Yeah, you're going to end up with like Busquets because you need to get rid of a 5 5. Yeah, something like that. That's viable. You you can't afford to use a transfer on someone who's maybe 12 just to go down to someone 8 5. So you free some funds so you can upgrade, you know, one of your cheaper guys to a mid tier guy. It's, I think it's just. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. It could be a mess. That round could be a fucking bloodbath for those that don't have the wild card. Obviously, there's a best case scenario where like. You just happen to pick all the fucking right players and whatever, you know, and you're you're fine with four frees. It just seems really, really risky and just so completely out of control that if we keep our wild card, we can really like 
hammer down a nailed on amazing team. And then when you have so many, so many free transfers from the quarters on that were, where you're just good. Yeah, you're not, it's not going to be a problem. So like you're just setting yourself up for the lowest risk, in our opinion, is really the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's our that's our views. Unless if you're having complete nightmares, if you have. Red, I don't know. I don't know how you could really have that much of a nightmare. Yeah, there's only there's right only now, like there's no like suspensions, and Janusovic yeah. is the only like significant injury. I feel like. I mean, I guess you could have ended up starting with a defense with like Denayer and like Versalco. Versalco, yeah, and then you had Janusovic, or you, I don't know, where you have a few non-players. Yeah, and you, you, have, definitely you have Chesney pop or something. Yeah, you would definitely pop a wild. I think if you have probably two or more non-players, you'd it would probably be good to pop it now because you could also still get rid of your players who have shitty matchups. Like, and the funny thing is, like, we sound so sensical and like logical, like. It's because we had a fucking amazing week. Like, if we had a mare, who knows what we'd we do. Have we'd probably wild already. card. Yeah, because it's fucking uh, yeah. horrible to be on a mare. Like, you want a fucking yeah. tit, you know? Yeah. And fucking Pen15 Club, Siggy. Almer, oh, Almer's so kind of in the Pen15 Club now because he just fucking... <laughs> he just Almer fuds his way to make CR7 miss. Yeah, but Iceland's so bad, dude. Yeah, but... But oh, let's not even let's not even get into that. We're let's talk about our transfers because that's another okay. that's like the rest of what to talk about basically. Okay, so yeah. I mean, Janusovic is the obvious definite transfer out. Yeah. He might make it, but he didn't even make the bench today. Yeah, the game's that's still not, huge. Yeah, yeah. If the game's not in five days, it would be tasty against Iceland because they're shit. Uh, but I think we have to get rid. And then we're looking at getting rid of Zlatan because they don't create shit. He's still he's playing Belgium, even though I don't think they're watertight. They're still going to boss the game. Yeah, I mean the thing with Belgium is they let up a bunch of chances and stuff against Italy, and then they let up none against Ireland and just completely bossed. And Sweden, like you said, like they have zero shots on target, zero chances created in the first two games. Like really, literally can't get any worse. So yeah, so it's the kind good. of thing where you know Benucci's on the yellow card. They won the group. They're playing Ireland. We might get stuck there with a zero in our lineup, but it's probably worth the risk because on the card they don't. You know, we talked about that. They don't clear until after next game, so he might be saved. Yeah, one front against Croatia. I know it's it's still the one two everything to play for in the group, but I still am concerned he's not going to play. He'll probably play. He'll probably play. I think yeah, he's but, been really good. Yeah, but then we have like you know Perisic against Spain that doesn't feel good. We have Shar against France that doesn't feel good. So I mean, we might have a pretty shitty week. We might have a shitty week. We might drop fifty k. But bottom line is like saving our transfers and saving the wild card, like we already went on for a while. It just feels like you know that's not like drop fifty k if you get fucked over there. That's drop like hundreds of k and be totally fucked if you're like taking two hits or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be a sketchy week, but we're we're getting rid of an injured player. We're getting rid of a probable blank in Zlatan. Um, and we're gonna get in two players we like. So, so we have two two scenarios. We're gonna we'll have line. Don't forget, we're gonna get lineups for the France that that first group before we have to make our transfers final and set our final lineup. And so, they play at the same time. Thank God, like Copa America could not understand that concept, no. which is just insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, Romania, yeah. Albania, Switzerland, France all play at the same time, and we'll get the lineups before we have to submit. So, so for us, we're looking at if Giroud is in the lineup. 
which we're hopeful for. But I, again, it wouldn't surprise me. Again, we talked about it on, on text if yeah. Giroud got dropped. But very possible. If, if Giroud stays in the lineup, we're going to do Zlatan and Janusovic out for Bale and uh, Cruz, right? Yeah, probably Cruz. We talked about Grosicki too. He's like another seven-ish that we like. I mean. Poland's been underwhelming. Grosicki only played one of the two games, or only started one of the two games, and his stats were really good, and Ukraine is so fucking bad, and they're one of the worst defenses, but Cruz has just been so amazing, and Northern Ireland, like you said, like it'll just be 80% possession. It's just going to be you know, a set piece or something. It just feels like Cruz will be involved in something. Yeah, although I do, even though like, now that we're talking about it, I do kind of like the punt with Grosicki. Yeah, I mean, it feels like higher upside to me. Yeah, in the I sense mean, Chris that they, is, they could just lay down Ukraine. They could just wipe the floor with yeah, them. Yeah, could be a three nil or so. I don't know. Yeah, well, Cruz's we'll, upside we'll is six points. More. Yeah, Cruz is up. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll fucking sit on that. But yeah, it'll we'll probably be it. one of the two of them. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard because. A lot of the worst teams are playing each other, and a lot of the best teams are playing each yeah, other. You know, so and like I was looking at yeah. the defensive stats, and I was like, okay, who's playing? Like Romania, Albania are playing together. They're the worst playing against each other. They're the worst. Like Czech and Turkey are playing each other. They're the worst. You know, it's just yeah. like fuck. I don't want anyone from any of those teams. Mm-hmm. But and, and then, then like same with Croatia, Spain, and, and France, Switzerland, and stuff. You know. Yeah, and Bale is just so tasty because obviously they're playing Russia, but that there's you know four game four match days this week outside of France on the first day. The second day is that wild card, the Group B with Wales and England. And Bale is by far the best captain. Yeah, by far, and he plays early, which is nice. So we're still going to stick with Mueller and cap have him as a good captaincy option for day three. Mm-hmm. Day four is tricky. Day four captaincy is tricky. Yeah, we day don't have four any, sucks. Yeah. yeah, we don't have any Belgian players, and they're playing Sweden. I mean, it, it would be guilty. I mean, like, we, yeah, if it came to that, it would like, definitely be him. Yeah, because like, Iceland, yes, they were bad, but Austria has been just as bad, if not worse. Like All of their defensive sets are fucking horrid. And you know what? I was looking at Gilfi earlier. Like He's, he's really... Like uninvolved in everything and playing really deep, so it seems worse than it is. But he's tied amongst midfielders for like shots on target, like the lead. He has three shots on target. So, and then obviously pens and free kicks, he can dong anytime. So, you know, he hasn't been as worthless as we thought. And Austria might be a sneaky good matchup. Yeah, Austria is terrible. Yeah, they're like so incredibly bad. Yeah, so that feels good. But yeah, Bale would be. I just want to get Bale in. Yeah, Bale just—he is leading the world forwards, mids, defenders on shots on target, and Russia are so fucking bad. Yep. The only thing I'm—I don't. Maybe I shouldn't be scared of this at all. But is there actually a chance Russia gets like thrown out and Wales just don't play? No, that's crazy. Talk. That's not happening, right? No, not happening. Yeah, it would have already happened, I think. And but, then if if Giroud's out of the lineup, we're gonna do Giroud and. Janusovic to Pae and either Vardy or Nolito. Yeah, probably. I and mean, there's not that many other good forwards for like seven or under. Yeah, I, I would probably. I'm still worried about Spain rotating. I'm worried about Spain know. rotating and Croatia's really fucking good. Yeah, I would probably think Vardy. I, Slovakia's defense has been shambolic. Yeah, Vardy's, we could go at air too, I guess, versus Ireland. Nah, I'd but rather it doesn't go feel Vardy. Good. Yeah, Vardy. Vardy's like 
the guy. He's the man. Oh, actually, we could go Arnie. Fucking Arnie, are you kidding? No you know way. I love him so you much. Love, I love him too. I mean, he was amazing, like, in EPL and all that shit, but we can't fucking go Arnie, dude. Like, Austria's so, so bad. bad. They're so bad. Yeah, Vardy's, I mean, Vardy's pretty, oh, what about Stanku, the penalty ledge? No, I mean, as much as I love a Pen15 <laughs> club, yeah, you're just fucking saying shit to, like, top me off. I mean, like, I'm, wind- I'm winding you up today. You are, yeah. It's fucking, I can't even speak when I'm so congested. I can't even hear my own voice. But like, You sound normal. I sound good? Actual normal. I have, like, a huge vat of boiling hot tea right next to me. I'm, like, a f- pop star right now. That's good. But, yeah, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be Vardy, I think, right? Yeah. And he's, it's the best matchup of all the cheap guys, and he's, he's got to be nailed. Imagine Roy doesn't start him. Even, even that, I, I know. It's just, it's impossible. Could he, though, actually? I no, it, really it's impossible, it. right? That I, I mean, worth questioning it because he's fucking dumbest. Yeah, of assuming, ever. assuming rational coaching is always very, very dangerous. But honestly, I would not have guessed. That he has the balls to make that double change at half. Let alone Rashford on as the third. Yeah, like all of that is just like, what is... And yeah. Rooney on corners, like he's like listening to the media, I think, you know? Someone's yeah. in his ear. Like there's no yeah. fucking way he benches Vardy. He shouldn't do. But at the same time, it would be a very big uprooting to completely change formation into Diamond. Yeah, but as long as Vardy is starting amongst that, I'm fine. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, he could just go back to 4 2 3 1, and I don't know. No, oh, yeah, right. 4 2 3 1, but Vardy. Like, it's kind of he's going to drop Kane. I don't know if he has the yeah, ball. Yeah, drop that. Kane. I, I want that, but I'm saying do you, I'm concerned. But the subbing Kane off on 45 makes me think that, makes me think more of Roy, I guess, basically, is what I'm saying. Like taking off Sterling is like that was obvious, but taking off Kane and Sterling at half the double that was like that was serious. Mm. Now I'm getting nervous about Vardy. Whatever, Jury's gonna start. We're gonna get Bale. Fuck it. Yeah, I want Bale. I want. I, want th- Bale. I, I can't see Gignac starting over Giroud. Honestly, as much as like I, what, the no, French no, I, fans I, want it, like I think they could start Greece up top. That's Greece right. up four, top three, in the middle and Coman on right wing or Martial. Or no, it'd be just like four three three. Yeah, so it'd be like Coman or Martial outside mm-hmm. and Griezmann in the middle. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But I don't know. I mean, overall, they've played well with Giroud. He just didn't take his chances. I mean, like to me, like in I feel like in the media, it's getting him getting subbed off was like a big like. Yeah, fuck you, you played like shit. But like to me it was just like they just needed goals, so they were just changing things up. Like I think still think he played pretty fine. Like he got into yeah, I mean, good positions, always... he got good chances, he won headers, blah blah blah. Like there's no one who's gonna do that better in the entire French squad for me. Yeah, but when he doesn't finish the four chances he gets. Yeah, so you might get subbed, but Yeah. All right, we'll see. I like it's for the group win, like, I don't know, you're going to change it all up? I don't know. Well, the good thing is we don't have to speculate. We don't have to speculate, we get We're the lineup. Know. So that's just, the most I just want thing. Other, our other route of transfers to get Balin versus... Yeah, me too. But what are some other guys that you're into? I mean, like, aside from the obvious, like, Bale, Pie and stuff, I, I don't know, because a, a lot of people are making their moves or probably taking hits or even wildcarding right now, like... 
I think it's the most important thing is to look at the lopsided fixtures. So yeah, I, I mean, Poland, I, as I we want Ramsey earlier. to fucking die in a fire, but it's I think it's, ever, at seven yeah. five, that's good value. Yeah, it's good value against Russia. I think Poland's a good matchup to take advantage of. We mentioned Grosicki earlier, but Milik has also been like, even though he missed the two really good chances, he's still the one that all of the good chances are falling to. So I think he's really good value to bring in. Yeah, I mean, you're going Milik over Lewandowski all day. All day, point. yeah. All, all day. Not even close to the savings and what you could do with your team otherwise. I'd go there. I still thinking, I, I Vardy's probably a good shout. I mean... He's probably going to yeah. start. Slovakia is shit. They have to win. I think Vardy will probably do well this week, this game. I think so too. I think Belgium's yeah, a good shout. Who? Belgium. Just all their good attackers are good. Like Sweden hasn't conceded any big chances, but they've been like they're bad. They're they're not good. And Belgium's in form. Like KDB, Hazard, Lukaku are all shouts to put up numbers. Yeah, Kendrave is probably okay, but I'm still a little bit nervous about that Italy game because I do, he did There's say he's going to be gonna, rotation. Yeah, and be rotation. I, I think Kendrave's got a little hurt. Yeah, I don't so, know. I would, I would probably just stay away full stop. Stay away from Italy, yeah, I think Even so. Even though Ireland today really showed what we expected, um, being leaky and just all over the shop. Yeah, I'd still stay away. I still think Nani is good value. They're getting, they're creating more chances than anyone. Portugal, even though like CR seven can't finish anything. Like Nani hit the bar today, scored last week. He he gets a lot of chances. Yeah, Portugal defender feels good. I still think Ronaldo's going to snap out of it at some point. He has to. He's too class. And Hungary or Hungary are bad. Yeah, Uh, the Iceland Austria game is interesting. I think just a couple of bad teams probably stay away from that game in general. Yeah. but I Bel- guess Belgium defense is probably good to buy yeah, into that's against good Sweden. For sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the Spain Croatia, I'd stay away from both those teams. That's a tough game. Yeah, um, very. Turkey Czech is just a mind fuck. Unless you have Paris, that's just, just triple cap. Yeah, he's um, so fucking good. Yeah, he's so class. And then Germany, Northern Ireland. I mean, that's another Arsenal versus Aston Villa game. We'll just see how many they put up. 80%. Or if they're able to frustrate, we don't know. But, Hopefully, um, Mueller can play down the middle for once. Like, I, I just want them he doesn't to have start a fucking Gomez. shot. Yeah, just or start, start Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, like, Goetz has done absolutely nothing for me to earn that spot. No, at this point, too, it's just, I don't know. I'm, it's Germany's performance against Poland is very, very interesting. Very, very bad, fun. yeah. Very bad, very, very underwhelming. Cruz is like the only informed player, really. Yeah, the problem with Germany is just their players are so expensive. Draxler 6'5 is such good value, but he's been just a cock tease because he's gotten fucking two blanks. Yeah. And he might not start again like, yeah, after he might they've not been start. shit. They just haven't the figured one. themselves out, really. Yeah. I, hope who, I hope who it is starts There's again. very few teams who have like their 11 figured out. <clears throat> like just yeah. nailed 11. Yeah, no, definitely. There are no Lesters yet. No Lesters, yeah. Um... I mean, it's going to be a quick one today. Should we just go captains cleans? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So day one, we already mentioned caps. I mean, Paye, 61% owned. Everyone's going to fucking captain him. Giroud, probably number two option, though. Yeah. I mean, Greatsman, I guess. Depending on the lineup. I mean, again, you could pick. Yeah, but Paye's ownership is so high, he's definitely the biggest cap option that day. Yeah, which is scary to not own him, but we fucking titted this week without him, so fuck it. Yeah, we could just roll it. Um, and then cleans. I think 
Switzerland attack has been ridiculously bad. I think Safarovic is just a joke. Yeah, I think France is a good good job for a clean there, and then Romania clean. I like that. I mean, I don't, me I like, don't like either cleans. I think I like those the, are just two fucking weird teams that go for it. I don't know. I, I like a Romania clean. Like if we wild carded, we would definitely have at least one Romanian defender. Yeah, probably. There's I don't know. There. I don't. I don't Albania trust that shit. I, th- I think Romania D is pretty bad too. They've just gotten a little bit lucky for me. No Kirikashes? No, I don't I don't want Vlad. Okay. I, I like Romania for a clean, but okay. That's fair. Day two, uh Bale definitely. Wales is the most nailed thing ever for a clean and Bale and everything. Yeah, that's another like if we wild carded we'd have at least one Welsh defender. James oh, yeah. would be in. Neil Taylor. He had so many yeah, crosses. Taylor. Yeah. And then England England also are Good shouts for captains. Dude, I think. their Vardy's. defense has been so good too. England, I was looking up stats. Like they've like conceded like up a goal no chances. Play. Like they, them, Sweden and like Poland, I think, are the only teams that have conceded no chances, no big chances, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. England defense good. England captaincy good. Bale good. Wales defense good. Those are two two games. Uh, yeah, yeah, and obviously Hamshik showed his class. He could Ugh. he could unlock anything. Yeah, he looks like a little lock picker. Mm-hmm. Peabody. Yeah. Day three. Uh, I mean, I'm still just Mueller. I'm not going to ever not Mueller. Yeah, I mean, if he fucking goes again, completely shitting the bed, blank, no shots on target, we probably won't have him next round. But yeah, but at this point, <laughs> but at this Northern point, we Island. have him for a reason. So yeah. let's fucking tit. Poland captaincy also looks good against Ukraine. Very good. Yeah. Um, Spain, Croatia again. Stay away. I think those are just two good teams. And then yeah, Turkey, Czech Republic. I don't know. No one has any players from them, so who cares? But it's going to be like a high-scoring game, probably because they're both both their defenses are really bad. Yeah, but uh, Poland clean, maybe. I don't know. They'll probably I think they'll concede. I, I really only like Germany clean on this day, honestly. Although, like Ukraine was so bad against Northern Ireland, like I Yarmolenko just... and Konoplyanka like had chances to like deliver good balls in or. Whatever, and they just fucked everything up all day. Yeah, I just think they're gonna be okay, and they're gonna maybe counter or do Nick one. I still don't. I don't know. I, yeah, Poland's defense has been good, but it's I'm still been not really convinced. good. But yeah, we we've been in qualifying. They were so bad, so it's hard. Yeah. Spain clean, I guess, could happen just because they're so fucking good. But I don't know. Croatia right. looks. Yeah, it's hard Croatia to has no Madrid, Spain so just bad. dominating possession like they usually do against that midfield. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be such a fucking interesting game. Yeah, that's the that's like a game. Michael Cox fucking jerk off session. Yeah, just tactics, just insanity. Yeah. And then final day, final day of this. This is the fucking most nuts day. I think this yeah. is where the things are going to hit the fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is crazy. This is like just mayhem. Yeah, Portugal looks good for a clean and some captaincies, maybe. Hungary's been good. Yeah, Can't but deny man, they're not good. They're not good, but they've been good. Portugal's good, dude. I know. They're I know. Good. They're getting like robbed out of this tournament. They are, but they're good. <laughs> they've created they... the most chances, have the most shots on target. They deserve clean sheets, probably. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're yeah, good. they're pretty fucking good. They're, they're good. They might just lay the smack down. Yeah, Iceland, Austria is just, I don't even know what the fuck. That could be like 3-3 or nil nil. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I have no idea. But I'm happy we have Gilfie after like looking at his stats and Austria's stats. I'm just yeah, like, I'm fine with it. Austria's yeah. so bad. Yeah, but people like, 
I don't know. People transferring out like Alaba. I don't know. I'd probably no. I wouldn't do that because at least he's theoretically nailed. Yeah, he should be nailed. They that's a bad team. That Iceland's fucking yeah. Iceland's defense is fucking shit. They were awful today. They're bad. Yeah, yeah. So there's surely more upside to do transfer elsewhere. Like I would, for example, take Shar out over Alaba. No question. Yeah, absolutely. Italy against Ireland, that's going to be a tough one just because of the rest with Italy. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, we have no idea what's going to happen there. And then Belgium. Belgium should probably, that's the most probably frightened I am of the week of having no Belgians. Belgium might just do them, yeah. Yeah, because if they win that game, they win the group, or they're second. No, in the they, group. they lose the group no matter what, but they could win it and get second. If they, okay. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize, but the, the number one tiebreaker is head to head, then goal differential. Okay. So since Italy beat Belgium, they automatically win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's that that Belgium that's might it. just fucking do them. That's scary. That's, yeah. But um, I think that's the pod today. That's the pod, short and sweet, because there's sweet. only like one day to listen anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. Check us out. <laughs> fmlpl.com follow on twitter at fmlpl email us rate my teams and shit fmlpl at gmail.com join the league blah 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 cheers Podcast Network.